Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Sasha Marina Show. Today is Monday, and as every weekly Monday, of course, it's That's the Movie, hosted by Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, my dear brother, which he talks about all behind the behind the scenes Hollywood and what's hot and what's going on, uh, mostly with movies, some TV shows, and whatever else um, he might want to talk about. So, yeah. Here he is. Hey, Robert, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Cool. So, um, I, have, I haven't been talking to you for like the past few weeks, so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, oh, yeah, lost in, in a couple of details. So, um, what's what's going on? <laughs> I'm sure you've probably heard by now the big, big news. Um, oh. Spider-Man is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yes, I heard that yesterday, actually, now that you say that. <laughs> yeah. All right, when the news broke... Um, I didn't, I didn't call you. I called Isabella, a younger sister, um, immediately. I, I kind of froze for a second. I was going through Twitter. For some reason, I was just bored, so I went through Twitter. And I see Marvel's <laughs> uh, official account. They tweeted something. Spider-Man now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, something like that. And they have a photo of Spider-Man with uh, you know Iron Man, with the original Avengers, with the Hulk, Iron mm-hmm. Man, and Thor. And I, for a second, I froze, and I thought it was a joke. I'm like, this is a joke. It's not real. And then I look on everywhere in the links, and I read everything, and I'm like, holy crap, it's happened. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'll talk exactly about it a little bit later. Okay. So I guess first, uh, uh, let's start off with uh, news about the next Friday the 13th movie. Um, the next Friday the 13th movie, the past few movies have been all crap. I think that apparently the only good one had been the first one. I never really cared for it. And there's been rumors going around that it was going to be found footage. Well... Mm-hmm. Apparently it won't be, because that's a good idea, that it won't be found footage. I guess they were trying to look for, you know, something. I think something, that's better, found footage, it has to be very good for it to look good in a movie. Like, most most of the time, found footage is just stupid and annoying and a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, I mean, like, why? There's it, it doesn't make sense most of the time. Nobody's going to be filming and, all, all and the time like that. it's hard to follow. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to follow on the screen, so, like, as I a mean, viewer, so... That's the hap- that's what that's what I that's what I I happens in movies like that new movie just came out Project Al- Almanac, I, I still haven't gone oh, to see it. I, I still mm-hmm. haven't gone to see it, but I, I the problem I had with it just from the trailer was like, well, this idea sounds already pretty cool, but uh, why is it found footage? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they're doing it to save money because that's what happens with found footage. It's very easy to shoot movies found footage style, but the thing is, it hurts the movie itself. Like, I'm pretty sure the movie would have been way better if they would have just filmed it how normal movies are filmed instead of found footage style. Well, I'm sure that a lot more people would go see it because, it's, yeah, it's cheaper to make, but then you're not going to make anything on the movie because people don't like that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I kind of, before I forget, because I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to, I'm going to, like, uh, but in here, but uh, the Fifty Sh- Shades of Grey thing, I know you're probably tired of hearing it because I know I was tired of hearing it in the media, and it's everywhere. Like, everybody finds a re- reason to just talk about it. And I finally yeah. went to, to go see it yesterday. All showings were sold out, so I ended up having to see it at freaking 10.30, so I was waiting in the theaters for, like, three hours to even see you it. You should have seen Kingsman Secret Service. I w- I'm dying to see this one, but I guess it was Valentine's Day weekend. You shouldn't Valentine's have wasted time. No, you're not supposed. You're not no. supposed to see Fifty Shades of Grey with your Valentine. That movie is okay. terrible. It 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 kind of like people. I 
I, it was kind of 50-50 in the theaters because people were like, oh, my God. But the people I was saying, like, oh, my God, it's not with, like, the women. And then, it, like, made, once it, made a, meeting, it made a crap load of money, though. It made, like, it $87 million dollars or something opening weekend. The first night was eight. The first night, Thursday night, was $8.7 million or something like that nationwide. Yeah. I was like, wow. Eight point seven so, uh, million, and Thursday Thursday night that that wasn't even the official release of the movie. Exactly, exactly. So that tells you how many so, housewives wanted to see that movie because that's the par- <laughs> no, that's apparently who read the book. Couples, yeah, but the people who read those books were were were, yeah. were apparently all the housewives and stuff and middle aged uh, women. So like our mothers. Well, yeah. Well, my point is that the movie, the ending was totally disappointing. It was just it was like a waste. It's like the way it ended it totally wasted. I felt like I wasted my two hours of watching it. I was like... I could have just told you that without without you having to go. <laughs> actually having to and then, it. Like, my boyfriend likes the movie, but I don't know, maybe he has his other reasons for liking the movie. But I, I, I personally, I would say, like, if somebody asked me, I'd be like, don't, don't go watch it. Don't, just don't. And, yeah, and don't go watch make a huge because the movie that really movie deserved eighty-seven point eighty-eighty-seven million dollars opening weekend was Kingsman: The Secret Service, not Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey. <laughs> you know, the media really hyped up this movie, though. They were talking, and the radio was nonstop, and 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 uh, oh yeah, but then if you look, and if you look at all the critics, the, every single critic is is just negative reviews, <laughs> negative yeah, reviews I for the that. movie. And even the even the people who saw it in theaters, like a lot of a lot of the audio, uh, re- regular audience uh, moviegoers, they they said they a lot of them didn't enjoy the movie. And that totally makes sense. I mean, it was going to be a stupid movie either way. If it was a bad book, you can't fix it in a movie. I mean, well. what are you going to do? So uh, now moving away from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic World. Um, they, there's this like this toy fair that apparently they have in 2015 every year, and it's in New York now. And they unveiled some of the toys for Jurassic World, and they and revealed uh, that um, that dinosaur, the Indominus Rex, which is like that 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 mix of a T of a T Rex and a Raptor. Yet they make in the trailer, they showed in the trailer Jurassic World. I'm not sure if you saw the trailer, but apparently the whole big problem is now that they created a dinosaur. They genetically engineered one, and it's mixed between a T-Rex and a raptor. And there's like a full picture of the toy and everything, and it's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't think I'd ever give this to a kid. Like, if this was going to be chasing people in Jurassic World. If you were a dinosaur lover as a kid, would you not like, like that at all? No, no, you, you, kids would love it. Kids would love it if you like dinosaurs, and because dinosaurs are scary as hell. No matter what they so look you, like, they're still scary. But I'm saying, like, this one looks extra scary. It has like pale skin and looks like dead, and its eyes are really red, and its teeth, and it has like a huge mouth, and its teeth are like razor sharp and really terrifying. It's just a terrifying looking <laughs> dinosaur. Like, I can't wait to see this in action in the movie. Like, this is gonna scare kids and people. Like, I don't think you should even take kids to that movie. <laughs> Just because of the dinosaur alone, it looks terrifying. Like the raptors look like look like kittens next to this thing. Well, so, yeah, I mean that that, that, that got me actually a little bit more excited for the movie, to tell you the truth. I think that like you know we've already had our, our I guess our era of dinosaur filmmaking and all that kind of stuff. Now we kind of have to make it a little, but I mean, you know, pump yeah. it up a little bit more for people. The era, the, the, the thing is, the thing is, what we had with dinosaurs was first we had uh, Jurassic Park 
And after that, it was a ton of random crappy straight-to-DVD random, movies like, or yeah. sci-fi movies, yeah. the movies from the sci-fi mm-hmm. channel that were just about dinosaurs because no one was ever able to replicate that, that feeling, you know? I think King Kong mm-hmm. came the closest when it came to dinosaurs, but that really mm-hmm. wasn't the focus of it. It was mostly just, you know, Jurassic Park that really had the dinosaurs, like, as, like, the yeah, front runners of the movie. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but King Kong was the only one, the only big movie that actually made it. They had the dinosaurs out there and everything, and other weird creatures, prehistoric creatures and stuff, which was pretty cool. But besides that, I mean, we had nothing. Just really bad movies. (laughs) Yeah. So now we have some uh, Deadpool uh, movie news, and the first bit of news is uh, that Colossus. The, from the X-Men movies, you know, the big guy gets all big and iron and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, uh, he's from the X-Men, he was in the, 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 all the X-Men movies, he was even in Days of Future Past. The same actor is going to come for come and show up in a Deadpool movie. Um, and it's funny, it, they're actually doing this because in the script, in their, the script that got leaked online, I read the first half of it, I didn't want to read anymore to spoil anything, Um Colossus is in the movie, in the movie, and it's and Colossus is trying to uh, make Deadpool join uh, the X Men. You know, be a good guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and he gets joined, and he joins in the movie, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool because I mean, we, Colossus doesn't get enough screen time, and in the comics, he's really cool, and even in the Ultimate comics, he's a really cool character. But for some reason, in the movie, he has very little time, and he's kind of like just this back character, like. I feel like the X the X Men character the X Men has pretty much just become Wolverine and a bunch of other guys. That's what it's been. Yeah, it's, it's you know, just, it's I, I feel like Wolverine we're missing out on the yeah, yeah the cute the the important thing X Men. There's more than one. Okay, it's not just Wolverine and 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 Professor Xavier, or Magneto. Everyone else just seems yeah. like taking a back seat, and they're really cool. But I guess the problem is it's the same problem that would happen with a movie with the Avengers is that there's so many big names in there. It, it's hard to share the screen, but really, I mean, like, I really, I've always liked Colossus, and I've, and I've never seen how he, you know, I've never seen him actually get some good screen time. So yeah, he's in there. And also now another casting news, which is actually my favorite casting news, is uh, Gina Carano is going to be in the movie. Uh, she's going to play uh, uh, Angel Dust, which is a mutant that is in, that's pretty much in control of her adrenaline. So pretty much she she can use the adrenaline whenever she wants to for, like, you know, short, mm-hmm. short periods of time, making her sort of, like, imagine Captain America strong and fast and everything. Gina Carano, uh-huh. Sasha, Sasha is, that, is that one girl from, um, she was in that movie Haywire. She was really awesome in that movie, and which I think the director just made that wanted to make that movie because he wanted to see Gina Carano kick somebody's ass. And then also in, um, uh, she was in Fast and Furious Six. She was uh, that one, that one girl who, who was like bad person. <laughs> she's an MMA fighter, okay? She's an MMA fighter, and oh, now she's, she's, she's like a blonde girl. Or something? Well, yeah, I, I guess so. Not really. She's not. In the movie, she's not really like a town, like a you know, like a tomboy or anything. But I mean, she's like, she's just really, really strong and like a badass in every movie she's in. But anyways, yeah. I'm just pretty excited to see her in this movie. And she's she's even in like in the Kickboxer reboot and stuff, and she's in some other movies. So she just got finished filming those, and now she's going to be in Deadpool, which is going to be filming soon, which is also really, really exciting. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see that. Like everything I've, we've been hearing from Deadpool so far is really, really awesome. Um, it, it's looking more and more like it's going to be a rated R movie because you know the uh, 
that the budget is so small. And if the studio gives you such a, a small budget like that, it's probably because you know they're going to let you go with the R R rating, just like they did with Kick-Ass, the first Kick-Ass movie. That's why it did mm-hmm. so well because the budget was so small. And yeah, and they're going with the script that you know that Red Red Reese and the other guys from Zombieland wrote. So yeah, everything's sounding pretty awesome. They even revealed a little bit of the mask, like it was like uh, Ryan Reynolds put on his Twitter a picture of the mask. Uh, the Deadpool mask and everything, like, as they were making it, and it was pretty cool. But, yeah. And what do you think of your casting? What do you think of, like, their casting choice as, you know, choosing Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool when Ryan Reynolds well, has a we, we've all known that Ryan Reynolds other... has been the perfect choice. Since yeah. since we saw him in X-Men Origins, he played Wade Wilson in that in that movie. I mean, he played, yeah, he pretty much just played Deadpool. The only thing you're missing from, from what he did as his performance as Wade Wilson was just breaking the fourth wall because mm-hmm. he did a he just enough just enough with his performance as Wade Wilson convinced everyone that he'd be able to do a great Deadpool. So all fans and everything were were already down for it. And I've never like seen this in history where a character where an actor has stayed on this long after after you know this production. It's been it's been since like 2009. This movie has been supposed to be made. It's 2015 and it's finally. Finally, it's been greenlit, and he stayed alongside the whole time, and a director too. That's just insane to me. Like how many people have just stayed along with this movie because they wanted to make this movie, and that convinces even more that Ryan Reynolds is right for this. If he's a person that's put so much effort and time, and and has and I, you haven't really seen him in a lot of movies. If you realize since 2009, he's been kind of like mm-hmm. in a few movies here and there, small movies. No, nothing, no big Hollywood movies, no big productions, no big superhero movies. It's just been that. I think the only one I think was Green Lantern. I don't remember exactly when that came out, but I didn't see that crap. Around Either way, that time. So it doesn't it's matter. Yeah, yeah, I think it came out around that time, too. So <laughs> since then, he hasn't even gone to any superhero movies, nothing. He's just been quiet, doing small movies here and there. And, you know, that's that's it's good. It just tells you he, he, he really wants to play Deadpool, and that's, you know, good enough for me. So I can't wait to see that. And um, the Assassin's Creed movie is, uh, I think, started production already. And right before, you know, starting production, they just added another uh, another actress, well, another casting uh, choice uh, to this movie. We have uh, Mar- Marion Cotillard. She's from Inception. She played uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's wife in that movie, in Inception. Oh, and she wonderful. was in Yeah, yeah she was in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. She played Talia mm-hmm. al Ghul. She was, uh, she was Talia al Ghul in that movie. Yeah, she was uh, Johnny Johnny's love interest from Public Enemies. I mean, she's done a crap ton of stuff. So. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a really good actress. Um, and mm-hmm. e- even even her uh, she got a movie she had in um she got nominated for a movie uh, this year in the in the Oscars uh, called Two Days One Night. It's one night. It's not an Amer it's not an American movie. So yeah, but either way, she's uh she's joining the movie, and that's pretty cool. She definitely has that look for the Assassin's Creed universe. I don't know if she's gonna play because the thing with Assassin's Creed is that what it is 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 takes place in the it takes place in in our time, but um, these Templars are disguised as this company called Abstergo, and Abstergo they have they have this uh, thing called an Animus, which um, if you if you put yourself in it, you're you're allowed to relive the memories of of your ancestors. So that's what that's what the animus does. So what they do is they get this character called Desmond Miles, and he sits in it, and he's able to relive the 
the past lives of his ancestors, and it goes all the way back to I think like the 1300s. I'm not entirely sure what's the what's the uh, era, but it's um, mm-hmm. it goes back to that time, and it, it has like a what's it called? Um, he Altair uh, is is the name of the main character, and he's part of an assassins, and the assassins are like the arch nemesis nem- uh, enemies of of um the Templars and the Assassins are all for, you know, destroying the Templars because the Templars want to control the world and everything. And it gets kind of muddled and kind of gray, the the moral things, because some of the things Templars are doing is actually Mm -hmm. going to benefit the world, but the way they go about it is is harming a lot of people. So it's it's that same, you know, idea. Do you kill and torture maybe a few people here, but you get millions of people who are able to survive and live in peace, but still you have this sort of, like, this this sort of dark uh, entity that's controlling all of the world is is that really such a good idea? Is that worth it? Is is peace really worth that sort of that sort of uh, lack of freedom and stuff? That's the whole thing with the movie, and it's I mean with the game. So it's gonna so it's it's a really interesting idea, um, and it's gonna probably work really well on screen. We're gonna see how that goes, but yeah, and we have Michael Fassbender playing the lead. Because he really likes the Assassin's Creed movies. Ever since this this even had the uh, this idea started, this, this got spawned. He wanted to be um, <laughs> playing Altair, so that's cool. Michael Fassbender is great, so yeah. Okay. And uh, now superhero news, because it wouldn't be a, a week of movie news without some sort of superhero news. So this is casting news. So a, a while ago, um. In Suicide Squad, uh, we had Tom Hardy playing Rick Flag, and you know that was that was really awesome. I mean, they had the best cast ever. They had everyone I w- I could have ever dreamed of. They had Will Smith in this movie. He still is, but I'm just saying, like they had mm-hmm. Will Smith in this movie. That's just ridiculous. They have Margot Robbie. <laughs> they had they had they have uh, have Jared Leto, and then like the icing or the cherry on top for me was Tom Hardy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, they have everything. They have everyone. I mean, the only mm-hmm. one that I didn't really care for was that Jai Courtney casting, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No matter what he did, it wouldn't have ruined the movie. But then Tom Hardy left the movie. He said he couldn't play Rick Flagg, and um, I think it apparently was something to do with the script because he, he got the script and, uh, after he got casted. So, you oh, know well, how that is. Dumb. Yeah. That superhero <laughs> movies are very different. Are very different, and apparently, I don't think he liked the script or his character in the movie, so he left. Which I guess is understandable. I mean, if Tom Hardy says he wasn't good or he didn't want to do it, then I completely understand. But now we have the the new. It makes uh, you actor wonder being, how bad the character is if he didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, ho- I hope the movie's not terrible. But the yeah. I, I, the problem is with um with the director David Ayer uh, since Fury, he he kind of has these these movies where he focuses a lot on the action and the sort of technique of the whole movie, and it's all done like Oscar-worthy level of greatness. But then when you see, like, you know, the actual substance of the movies, it's almost very little there. Like, the idea is there, but the talent for the writing is not there, if you get what I'm saying. Because David Ayer, he Mm -hmm. wrote Fury, and he was not really a person who should have written that movie. I'm sure if we would have a more talented screenwriter, we would have had an Oscar-worthy movie because that movie was missing just the writing, just the writing to be a perfect movie, in my opinion. It would have been like one of my top movies of the year, but sadly it wasn't. But I hope that does. I hope he doesn't ruin. He's not like a major problem in there. I don't know if he's writing the script yet, 
probably is not entirely sure. But anyways, the news, the point I was going to talk about, Rick Flagg has been casted, and it's uh, Joe Kinnaman, who actually played um, the RoboCop in a new RoboCop remake, and he was also in um, in uh, The Killing, uh, which is a show, that they, I think they have it on AMC and on Netflix and everything, if anybody wants to check it out. Apparently it's a really good show. He's a really good actor. And, uh, yeah. I, I immediately when I saw a photo of him, I, I knew who he was by name, but when I saw a photo of him, I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense. He's literally perfect for Rick Flagg. He looks like the part and everything. Like he looks like that plain um, G.I. Joe type character that would lead the, the squad. So uh, I'm totally okay with that. I mean, I would have preferred Tom Hardy. Probably would have added a bit more flavor to the role, but um, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. So um, uh, the first bit, like you know, of information, like the trickling of information from the new James Bond movie uh, Spectre, uh, just came out like probably earlier this week. I, it was it was it was um, in a form of some sort of uh, B-roll footage, and it was just a behind-the-scenes footage where they're shooting in Austria in some snowy mountains, and it was uh, they had Leicido from like uh, the blue is the warmest color, and many other movies. She's a really good um, French actress and. She's playing. She definitely has like this sort of like uh, Bond, like Bond girl villain thing going for her, because she has that look, just like that look. And she was even in costume and everything. I think she was in costume, and she looked just fantastic. And then you had Dave, David Batista, um, you know, Dave Batista being being uh, interviewed, and he says like this was all new for him because he's never even left the city, and he's filming on top of the snowy mountain and everything. So that was that was pretty funny. And then they showed a bit of action, and they released a picture and stuff. Like, there was one scene where he was running through, like, and shooting some, like, I don't know, some sort of explosion in the in the back, and he was sh- running through and shooting stuff, and it was pretty cool. And the first, like, image is just uh, James Bond in, like, this sort of t- turtleneck type thing, and he's wearing, like, these weird, funny-looking goggles, and it's pretty cool, yeah. but yeah. Um, it's, it looks, it looks exciting. Like, uh, immediately when they, when they, when they showed the footage, I'm like, oh, it reminds me of that, the other Bond movie, um, uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I think, I forgot who's the other actor. Uh, I think it was, um, crap, was it Roger Moore? No, I don't think it was. I don't know, there's just been so many, uh, a lot of, a lot of Bonds that I forget. And I haven't seen half the movies, but yeah, uh, there was like this snow, um, this moment where they were where they were skiing in the snow and stuff in that movie, and um, I immediately just thought of that here with this movie. So it's pretty cool, and yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, even more excited for that. So yeah, uh, so now now to the main event, the Spider-Man news. So yeah, Spider-Man is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, what 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 it is is that Sony still ha- owns the rights, but now Marvel's able to use it in a cinematic universe. So essentially, what what's happening is that Sony has been doing such a bad job that now they've hired a tutor, like their parents have hired a tutor, and the tutor is in fact Marvel. Marvel is there to help them and t- and teach them how to make a good Spider-Man movie instead of fucking up everything like they've been doing for the past few years. So they're gonna pick stuff are, up. And which actor are we expected to see? Is, is it so Bill apparently? Hank? Apparently, apparently, the two actors being eyed by you know Marvel and Sony, but apparently haven't been approached. I mean, this is this is the news I'm looking at from five days ago when they're talking about this. Maybe they have been approached now, but they haven't been approached. Is uh, both the actors looking at Dylan O'Brien, which is a lead actor in uh, the Maze Runner, 
and he was he's al- he's also one of the main characters in Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Logan Lerman, who's uh, who's the lead actor in Percy Jackson: The Olympians, and who's the uh, who's also one of the lead actors in Fury. We were talking about earlier. Yeah. He's actually a really yeah, talented yeah. actor, and he has that whole thing down too. I think out of the two, I would go with Logan Lerman. In my opinion, I mean I Dylan O'Brien so is okay, but Logan Lerman. Okay. Um, every now and then, he the problem I have is him every now now and then his acting gets kind of a little muddled. But he definitely has definitely has the talent and the skill to pull it off, and even the look kind of. He may he may he may have to uh, you know maybe get a little bit more uh, buff because even though Peter Parker is scrawny. He gets pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, heavy in 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 the movie. I mean, in the comics. And once he gets his powers, he gets more muscle and stuff. But I think he has it down. He has the look down and the talent. So personally, I would go with him. But um, because of this, uh, all the Marvel movies, the the release dates have shifted um, by a few days. Uh, let me see if I can, you know, check. Okay, so. We we're still having, you know, Avengers: Age of Ultron coming out at the same time and Ant Man. And everything, but uh, I think the 2016 ones have changed just a little bit. Uh, Captain America: Civil Civil War is coming out May 6, 2016. I think that's still the same one. But um, and also Doctor Strange is is uh, is coming out. You know, still November 4th, 2016. But I think the ones that are, that are changing are like Guardians of the Galaxy. No, that one's still actually good. But Guardians of the Galaxy coming out May 5th, 2017. But what's also what's interesting now is in 2017, we're also getting another Spider-Man movie, and it's going to be standalone, and it's going to come out July 27th, 2017. So yeah, we're getting that. That's that's pretty cool. And then instead of getting uh, you know Thor in July, like we were originally going to get it in uh, in 2017, we're going to actually get it November 3rd, 2017. So Thor... Thor Ragnarok is coming out 2017, and now Black Panther got pushed back to um, after the Avengers Infinity War. So that's mm-hmm. that, that kind of sucks. So after Avengers Infinity War Part One, we're gonna get which which comes out May 4th, 2018. That's gonna be a release date for that, which is still the same one. But Black Panther is gonna come out that um, right after that, July 6th, 2018, instead of you know November 3rd, 2017, when it was gonna come out, which kind of sucks. I, I I did read somewhere I was watching uh, an IGN video where they actually talked about this, where it could be bad for for Black Panther if Spider-Man joins, but we'll see. Because it looks like all it's focusing, you know, Marvel was since they didn't have characters like Spider-Man, they were digging deep and pulling out characters that nobody knows unless you read the comic books. So, kind of sucks. But then, uh, yeah, we're getting uh, Captain Marvel November second, uh, twenty eighteen, instead of July sixth, twenty eighteen, and then um, Avengers: Infinity War Part Two May third, twenty nineteen. That's still the same one. And Inhumans, instead of coming out uh, twenty eighteen, is going to come out. Um, after Avengers Infinity War Part 2. So it's going to come out July 12th, 2019. So, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all that. So they had to shift it a bit. It's not too bad, but um, I, it seems like maybe, uh, uh, what's it called, Black Panther got got screwed over just a little bit, which kind of sucks, but uh, it's all right. I mean, I mean um, he's going to get his time. Maybe let's hope he doesn't... Um, you know, completely. Spider-Man does it doesn't overshadow him in Civil War. I think most likely what's going to happen in that movie is that we're going to get just like a little cameo appearance, appearance, appearance of uh, Spider-Man. I mean, that makes sense for me. Like maybe a post-credit type thing, because if it's they're going to start filming now in March, and it'd be kind of weird if I mean I wouldn't put it past them 
that they would rewrite uh, the whole script. But that's, actually, now that I say that, I remember talking this with uh, somebody that they actually wrote um, the original uh, Cap- I mean, Captain America script to involve Spider-Man. The Captain America Civil War script had Spider-Man in it. So possibly what they are going to do is going to you know re- rewrite a little bit of that script, but still, but it's going to have Spider-Man as you know the lead, and it mm-hmm. along you know uh, Captain America and everyone else, you know Chris Evans and everything. I so, think that every every like movie enthusiast would probably agree that um that as long as the movies you know they take they take their time to make you know, and as long as they're yeah. done right. Like nobody minds waiting the two or three years for a sequel. They well, do it I mean, right I mean, because the, we're the waiting, is, the and then is, we they don't have, see they have a it, and it's now. like they have a schedule now. They have to keep to, you know. Yeah, the what? So they had this all in plan, but but like Spider-Man two, yeah, they wanted like Spider-Man two. They wanted the schedule, whatever the hell they they wanted to do, and it had to be like the year right after, and and then it was a crappy movie, like. No, like, you know what I mean? So just because the movie yeah. had to be done at that time, you're going to lose money in the box office? You do it right, you know? That that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, but again, it's all business. Like, you know, it's just business. But they're, like, I, I guess, I guess we'll never know until we're in there. <laughs> all right. All right, then. So, uh, yep, that's, that's about it for the news. Uh, let's wrap it up now, then. Um, so yeah, uh, follow us and stuff. Well, oh, first off, check out uh, the Kingsman: The Secret Service review at, at on, our, on our YouTube channel. Um, that's the movie or the Sasha mm-hmm. show. Just look that up, and yeah, you can check out our review on that. And, uh, and let me just tell you ahead of time: go see that instead of Fifty Shades of Grey. Go check out that movie because that was a really, really fun movie. So yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter and Tumblr at the Real Robert H and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And you guys can go on Facebook and like our pages. That's Movie and the Sasha Marina Show. And then download our app at Google Play and Blackberry World. I think what it is. And uh, it's the Sasha Marina Show app. Easy way to stay up to date with our stuff. And uh, go on the Sasha Marina Show uh, website there, and then you can find our past our past uh, podcast that we've done. And uh, yeah. Come back next week and listen to the podcasts that we have. Same time. <laughs> yep. yep. Anything so else you want to add? Uh, well, you pretty much covered it all pretty smoothly. And um, thank you all, guys, for tuning in. And like Robert said, keep up with us. And uh, stay tuned for um, upcoming interviews and, and segments and things like that. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's a good time. It's a good Bye. time now. We have Spider-Man back at the Marvel Marvel headquarters. <laughs> we can all, we can all, right, all relax. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.